So how do we intro Changed. this? Um, I wanted to do the Wayne's World. Did you watch that? No. You suck. Like, party down, Jericho. I got a recording of that now. We That's right. Use that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Hello, Cooper. Hello, Reese. What's it's, been going uh, on? It's, it's been what? How uh, long now? Like two weeks, I think. No, it's, it's been, been more than that. Because we, we were going to do it every two weeks. Yeah. When did we record? Um, I'm sure we wrote that down. Yeah, we probably did. Somewhere. Yeah. So it's been, been like three or four. Good. Good? Back at work. Woohoo. Yeah. Christmas. And it's been hot as fuck. Yeah, no, it is just a horrible temperature out here. Like, I, I really like air conditioning. It's great, but Queensland is a fucking horrible state. And Australia yeah. is a piece of shit. It's been like 35 plus for three weeks straight. It was 34 degrees on New Year's Eve. On New Year's Day. No. Yeah, Eve. The, the day of New Year's Eve. I, I was uh, filming something in the middle of the sun. Nice. At like midday and it was the worst. Yep. Yeah, actually, I'm surprised you haven't gotten like really tanned from being oh, on shoots. Which is really weird because I got sunburned as shit. Mm. Well, my neck got sunburned as shit. I've seen my, you sunburn after shooting. Yeah, my arms get really tanned and then about three days later, it's just gone. <laughs> it's just like, you know. You, you just can, molt like yeah, a you snake. Can stay white. Like my ears and my nose burnt, but they're fine now. Yeah. Or I have cancer. I should probably No, start. you'd know. My I need pop, to put more sunscreen on. My dad's dad had a lot of moles cut out of his ear. Looked like he'd been fighting with Mike Tyson. Oh, okay. Well, if I look like I had the shit kicked out of me, then I know. I should, I should not put things on the table. <laughs> the table. Okay. All right. So let's go. What have we been watching? What have you been watching first? All right. Uh, well, let's start with Dirk Gently because you're halfway through. Okay. Uh, how far did you get? I think I finished episode five. The last part that I saw, they did the underground maze. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's about halfway through. And the the cop got killed outside the... the You're really good thing. at this spoiler thing. Oh. <laughs> All right, so for those of you who don't know, um, Dirk Gently is an adaption of a really old series of books by um, Douglas Adams, who wrote... Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't BBC, read a lot. No, well, there you go. Neither do I. Um, the BBC adapted it uh, probably about five or six years ago. With yeah, I think Stephen it was Mackin. 2010. Yeah, it's actually, it's really good. It's only three episodes yeah. and it didn't make it to a second season. But um, this one's a bit different. This one's uh, BBC America. So there's only one British person in it. It's like, actor that plays Dirk Gently was um oh god I've forgotten the name of the guy that created it the new series yeah I had that uh Max Landis that's it yeah that's him and um I was watching an interview of him talking about it and he's saying you can't adapt Douglas Adams right. it's really hard to adapt Douglas Adams because he's so about details and the second that you start cutting things or changing things it's just useless so what he's done is he's taken the core concepts of that first book, which has a cat and time travel, and he's just written an entirely new thing about it, but as quirky as you can get. Yeah. And I think, like, it's nothing like the original series. It's nothing like the book. 
but I think it's one hell of a series. Oh, it's fantastic. I love like, it. Yeah, like you, you're in for so much more. Yeah, cool. It cool. I, I do love a lot of the characters. Mm. Um, the fact that he kind of has this weird foil in the holistic assassin. Yeah. Like yeah, she um, she's an amazing character. Yeah, I love Bart. She's my favorite. And the um the guy that's with her, um I don't know if you got as far as the bikers. Yeah, I got. I'm past that. They went to yeah. the hotel. That's that 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 scene with the bikers in the field was the scene that sold me on the show. Like, yeah. I know it's only halfway. It's really hard to get into, but the second that you you kind of see that, you kind of see what the show really is. Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, you, I think you'll have some fun things to see when you get more into it. Yeah, definitely look forward to finishing it. It's very interesting. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's awesome as shit. I like the scene, spoiler alert, when they're at the hotel and she's like, I've got to find Dirk gently. I've got to kill him. And her like, tag along, he's like, but why? You have no reason. She's like, that's my purpose. I've got to kill yeah. him. And then she looks at some random across the street and she goes, hey, dickhead, come here. Makes him walk onto the road and he gets hit by a car. Yeah. And she just says to him, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> just killing people for no good reason. Yes. Yeah. It's, and her, it's her amazing. Char- yeah. Her character arc is really cool as well. Most, most of the characters have a really cool arc by the end yeah. of the series. Um, one of the things I didn't realize is because I'm, I'm a huge fan of... Uh, did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? No, I never did. So the chief mechanic in that is played by an actor called Aaron Douglas. Right. And... Um, He's a. I was. I was always a fan of his. I mm-hmm. got to meet him at a convention and everything. He's the guy that plays that. Um, the dude with the big horn rim glasses. Oh, and the dog. All right. Yep. Just favorite actor of mine. Didn't even notice. About like eight episodes in, I'm just in the credits. It just says Aaron Douglas. I was like, wait, no, where the hell? Actually, he has oh. an interesting turn as well. Oh yeah. Just where I'm at. Yeah, his his character is really good, and the way that he plays both versions of it yeah I don't know if you got to the second more yeah. confident yeah that's like again and by the time the series ends everything comes back around in such an interesting way yeah cool. and I think that's probably one of the better aspects of it is it uses its eight episode structure to spend the first half building all these different really nonsense ideas as the rowdy three um this cat this piece here, piece here, piece here, these weird bald men, the FBI, none of it makes any sense, but it all comes back really well. Cool. I can sort of see where it's going, but yeah. I'm sure I'll be surprised. There is one thing that didn't really surprise me that came back around is that very early on, the main chick's, well, the missing chick's dad is in a photo and it's played by that Australian actor, um, Julian McMahon. Yeah. I was like, well, he's going to be in this show at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, it's really, really cool, really interesting. Just, yeah, solid solid TV. I mm. recommend you watch it all in once if you can, all eight episodes. Which works if you don't have children. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't have kids and I watched it in three sittings. Because no. I, I, it, took me, it took me a while to get into it. Like the first time I watched it, watched the first two episodes, then I watched two or three more and then it just really sucked me. And then I was like, there's an eight. Hey. Yeah. It actually might, it's eight or ten. No, okay. I think it's eight. It might, it might be just eight. Yeah. I can't remember. But it got picked up for season two and three. Yeah. Already, which is cool. I'll, I'll be interested to see what they do with that anyways. Because yeah. this story is so complete. And they do have this really weird cliffhanger that's kind of okay. But it's just like, 
hey, this this is over. This is where we want to start season two. But you have no idea where it's going to go. No. And I don't know much about the books past the first one. Well, it'll be interesting. Maybe they'll do what they did with Dexter. Do you know the story with Dexter, the TV show? Because uh, like with the Dexter novels, they're all separate stories. Yeah. And they, they used but they too. used one book only and just built upon it. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I haven't read those books either. I haven't read them, but I have a friend that's a big fan. He was explaining it to me. Right. I never finished that show, unfortunately. Oh, you can just avoid the eighth season. It's terrible. Like you can probably point. avoid the seventh season too. I probably won't get around to watching yeah. any of it. Don't worry about it. Don't People like shit what? on the sixth season, but I enjoyed it. Had Colin Hanks and I Colin the Hanks. other guy from Battlestar Galactica, James. Oh, Edward James Olmos. Edward James Olmos, that's him. Yeah, the Mexican from Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Mexican Chinese man from Blade Runner. It's confusing. <laughs> Blade Runner's awesome. All right, what else have you been watching, Cooper? Um, apart from Dirk Gently, the only thing I've watched recently was that new Passengers film with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, who you know I hate. You, both of them? or Just, just Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. I love Chris Pratt. He's fantastic. He, yeah, no, no. Like, he put it in his hard yards and then overnight, mm. well, not overnight, but then he became a massive <laughs> success, which is well-deserved. Oh, yeah. No, he's earned it. Yeah. I, I think Jennifer Lawrence is... A, a, a fantastic actress. I'm just going to say that her choices after Winter's Bone have just been so odd. Wow, after Winter's Bone? Yeah, Isn't that like 10 years old now? Yeah, that one. No, it's only a couple of years. It's, it's got her first seven, Oscar. Wasn't it? Which? 2006 or 2007. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Didn't she get nominated? I didn't think she yeah. won for that. No, that was her first Oscar nom. Yeah, right. And then when you're at, she went straight from that into X Men, and now Mystique has to be in every X Men film ever for some. Did she do X Men? Be- oh yeah, well that was before Hunger Games, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. So. Um, I'm not sure. I like that first Hunger Games though. Yeah, I enjoyed the first one. The, the rest, rest of them can go away. All right, let's get back to uh, media because so far. Get back to what? Mediocre. Sci-fi. Actually, oh, I don't know because I haven't seen it. But all the special effects, the whole building of the journey is good. It all looks great. Yeah. But the story is just terrible. From the first moment, I knew what was happening. Yeah. Right. They're on this space freighter, transport ship, whatever. They're going to. Um, what do they call it? Oh, it's like another planet. It's like second Earth, essentially. It's already been colonized that they're moving people out there because uh, yeah, Earth's yeah. overpopulated and blah, blah, blah. They're all in hypersleep or whatever you want to call it so as they can travel because it's like a 90-year flight. Yep. So Chris Pratt wakes up and he doesn't know what's going on. He's trying to find people. He's running all over the ship going mental. And then he... um. He realizes what's happened. His pods malfunctioned. Yeah. So he's awake by himself and he checks how long there's left and shit and starts crying, <laughs> carrying on. He spends a year on this ship by himself. Oh, so totally, totally like the trailers said. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Uh, exactly. Exactly like yeah, the, yeah, trailer. the trailers. Yeah. Grows a beard, just goes off the rails and it's great. And then he's walking through the pod bay, piss drunk. 
and he stumbles upon Jennifer Lawrence in her pod, falls in love with her when she's asleep, which is super creepy. Well, just a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But anyway, so he starts because somehow he can access her files of like her recordings before she went on and stuff. So he's like looking at her life, sitting next to her pod, getting real creepy. And then he decides to wake her up. Okay. Wakes her up. Yep. Pretends like he doesn't know what's going on. They spend like a good six months together. Fall in love, da-da-da, because they're the only two people. Yep. There's a robot, sorry. There's a robot. That's, Michael yeah. Sheen plays a robot. He always does. He, technically. he technically does. He's yeah. fantastic. I liked him. But yeah, so they fall in love, all this shit. She finds out through Michael Sheen that he, Chris Pratt woke her up. She gets all pissy and carries on like a bitch. She beats him up, which is kind of cool. <laughs> then uh, another passenger wakes up, but a crew member, which is Lawrence Fishburne. He yep. wakes up to um, like his pod got malfunctioned the same way that Pratt's did. Yep. There's something wrong with the ship, like in the the core or something like that powers it. Yeah. So yeah. they've got to figure out how to fix it, blah, blah, blah. You can see where it's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it sounds very. It sounds about as interesting as I'm describing it. It looks pretty, <laughs> but it's so predictable, and it should have been called space rape. Because well, essentially, what he did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 a very different film than the trailers paint. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's like they they, they paint a very hey when they both woke up what's going on the ship. Yeah, they sold it as they woke up at the same time. Yeah, which is a, is. Why, why mislead audiences? That I yeah. Probably because if they had it done him awake first, people would have just went, yeah, I don't need to watch it. Yeah, but like it, it's, it's like, hey, it's Castaway in Space with uh, Chris Pratt. That's, that's got you interested, right? A volleyball would have been a better scene partner. <laughs> so, so Jennifer Lawrence is uh, your Eddie Redmond. No, she's fine in this film. I just, she's everywhere. She's got too much exposure. I'm yeah. tired of seeing her. She's also got uh, too many Oscar nominations and wins, in my opinion, as well. Like, you she's don't think a, she deserved it for Silver Linings? Did you watch that? Silver Linings, yeah, but it's it's a very like like a very straight portrayal of that kind of character. Like, yeah. I, I think it's a fantastic performance, but like she went straight from that to nominating the next year for yeah. um, the other film she did with that guy. Can't remember the name. Was it that Joy? No, no, no. Was the, it the other one? The one before that. No, she was nominated for Joy as well. Oh, American she? Hustle. Yeah, American Hustle. Right. And then she was nominated for Joy like three years in a row. And it, it, like, it was like, yes, she's a fantastic actress. But, but there's but other good actresses out there too. Yeah. That's my thinking. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what you could say with Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is a fantastic actress. It's very Who diver- are you, Donald Trump? No, hang on. Hang on. She's a fantastic actress. Very deserving, deserving of all of her Oscars. Except the year where she was nominated for Into the Woods. Yeah, true. That one can just go to hell. Yeah. There's four great performances and Meryl Streep, who was a great performance, but wasn't, you know, the best performance of the year or oh, one of the no five way. best. Like Into the Woods is fine if you like musicals. Mm. But Never watched special. it. But... Yeah, it's all yeah. right. All right, so Passages, one out of five. Don't make me do it. I'd give it a, like one and a half. Because so it a, exists. So this is a, a, a def, definitely watch? No. Don't, don't watch it. I just spoiled the whole thing. Ah, the trailer spoiled the whole thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Most trailers do these days. You could watch it and just scrub through to the Michael Sheen parts. And just watch them. Because no, he's you, good. Like, if you're going to do that, you might as well just get Tron 2. <laughs> he's so good in that. I've never seen Tron 2. You've never seen Tron 2? No. Oh, that movie's so awesome. Oh, like, God, I'm going to put it on my list. You do. The, like, he, he's a club owner inside the computers. Yep. And his, uh, his DJs are Daft Punk. When did this come out? Uh, 2010. Oh, my God. I'm Tron watching it. Jeff Bridges plays himself. Well, no, Wait, Tron Legacy? Yeah. I've seen Tron Legacy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's I don't Tron remember 2. them going to a club. Yeah, they're like halfway through the thing. There's Michael Sheen who's helping the resistance or some shit. Oh, and there's I'm people in his nightclub getting drunk. Again. And then he says that really cool line. Change the scene. Alter the mood. Electrify the boys and girls if you be so kind. And the Daft Punk play a rad beat. Is it a Daft Punk song? Yeah, it is. That whole film's still Daft Punk songs. They're actually really good. They are. They're it's the only film that you really get away with making electronica. Yeah. Those well, it's on the grid. Yeah. I'd love to see a Tron 3, just saying. Hmm. I'd right. be right. Yeah. But anyways, I got some info on that Passengers film, sorry. Oh, yeah? So yeah. the director, if I can get his name right, his name's Morten Tildum. He's Norwegian. Okay. So I get this right. He did the imitation game with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, this is a film I haven't seen nor care about. Yeah? Yeah. But get this, right? Yeah. Yeah. The writer, John Spathis, he also wrote Doctor Strange with Benedict Cumberbatch. So what you're saying is that this should have had Benedict Cumberbatch in it? It should have. It, yeah. They probably tried to play, make him the robot. <laughs> he played, didn't he play like a robot in the imitation game? Yeah. Didn't he play like an autistic guy? Because he was like really yeah, smart or something like that. There's, I think there's a lot more going on with that character. I've I just never seen it. Oh, but okay. right? no, it was right. more. You know how you hated Doctor Strange? Oh, Guess yeah. what else John Spathis has wrote? What else? The Mummy reboot. Oh. Boom. Actually, I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, fuck you. What? Go to hell. Tom Cruise punching oh, mummies. terrible. Yeah, it could be cool. Tom Cruise running and punching mummies. Karate running? Yeah. He does that, that really good run. <laughs> He's been doing it his whole career. He's really good at it. I mean, like he looks like a... When are they going to do his character from Tropic Thunder? I thought they were doing a movie based on that character. I think that... that They've the, scrapped it. Yeah, I think the statute of limitations on that's long gone. Probably. That was what, like 08? Yeah. No, that was before that. It was before Iron Man. That was... Iron Man was 06? Must have been 04, 05. Oh, yeah, that's right, because Downey Jr.'s in it. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that. that. He got nominated for that, didn't he? He did. White guy playing a black guy. He got... It's an American playing and a Australian playing an African-American. It's good. It's so good. 2008. Oh, you were right. Yeah, nine years. No, I think I said six. When did Iron Man come out then? Iron Man was 06. Oh, it was after Iron Man. Yeah. I didn't know that. Because uh, Iron Man was the big return. Yeah, for, uh, okay. No, no, no. I was wrong. Iron Man was 08. Okay. Same year. Same year. Yeah. Cool. So, there you go. John Spathis loves Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Cruise. and I think that those Writes are bad movies. He co-wrote Prometheus, though. With Damon Lindelof? Yep. Oh. That's not a good film. 
You didn't like Prometheus? I like parts of it. I Prometheus think. is my second favorite alien film. That's, that's second not right. to the original. Like, no, 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 no. There's Alien, then there's Alien 2. No. Then there's Alien Resurrection. Then no. there's Alien 3. And then there's Alien Covenant somewhere down here. No. And then there's Alien Prometheus like next door. I agree. It wasn't great. It's it's a fine film. It's. But just, I also don't like Aliens or Alien Resurrection. Alien Resurrection's a weird movie. Is that the one with uh, Ron Perlman? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's also the one that was co-wrote by Joss Whedon. Nice. There you go. I didn't know that. Yeah? That explains some of it. He also has an Oscar. Did you know that? Joss Whedon? Yeah. For? Toy Story. The first one. Best, cool. the, uh, best original screenplay, I believe. Yeah. He's one of the credited writers on that. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. also Alien Resurrection. He used to he used to uh, script doctor. Yeah. That's why he was his name was on a bunch of scripts. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him on a lot of things that I watched lately. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So passages, piece of shit. Cool. Yeah, don't bother. Sorry about it. No, that's fine. I didn't think it was gonna be very good. Chris Pratt will be fine. Jennifer Lawrence will be fine. Dude, he was in Jurassic Park before he'll be fine. Uh, Jurassic World. Sorry. Jurassic crap. Crap, crap. Didn't like it? No. You're very harsh. Oh, it's a bad movie. Reese has been sipping Haterade. No, I, I've seen good films. I'm just saying Jurassic World is a piece of shit and Colin Trevorrow shouldn't be directing the next Star Wars film. Say what? The director of Jurassic World is directing the next Star Wars film. Star Wars 9? Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Why didn't they get like Spielberg or somebody to do a Star Wars? Surely they reached out to him. Why didn't they get Scorsese to do a Star Wars? Because he's, he's going to make Jabba the Hutt the movie. Imagine that. Jabba the Hutt gangster film by Scorsese. <laughs> God, you could see That'd it. That'd be so good. It would. God, he should have done the young Han Solo. That would have been good. It's got Woody Harrelson in it now. Yeah. I saw that. As That's interesting. Uh, Childish Gambino. Yep. As, uh, 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 and we're back to Star Wars, folks. Yeah, there we go. Like this is episode 0.75 now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's, let's talk about something else new then. Let's, well, not that new. The Expanse? Oh, uh, yeah, let's talk about How that. long ago let's, did you watch it? A um, couple months. Okay. I, so I when it, a little bit. Whenever it went up on... Did it go up on Netflix or Stan? No, it's on Netflix. Yeah, well, whenever Because Netflix up, picked it up for a second season. Yeah, sci-fi dropped it for some reason. Uh, sci-fi do that a lot. They, yeah. they, they put uh, like not too much money in, but enough money in for a show. They don't really market the shit out of it. Yeah. And then no one really sees it. And then they drop it. They also lot. tend to release like 10 new seasons all at once. Yeah. So none of them get any breathing room. No, it's, it's, Netflix is a good place for it. Yeah, I think it's the right place for it. It's... Um, so yeah, no, no, I um, because I really wanted to watch it for ages, and then it went up on Netflix. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. It's fantastic. I mm, think it's brilliant. The only thing I didn't like about it is I think that their budget is like say it at a, like, I'm I, I can't do this on audio. He's uh, doing hands, people. Yeah. He's going up and down like <laughs> scales. All right. So the the budget is so high, and they're trying to hit something a bit higher than that. Yeah. So a lot of the physical sets were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, like in bits and pieces, but a lot of the CGI sets looked like that, looked like a uh, blue screen CGI. I 
you can kind of see yeah. where their budget ends and their imagination takes off. So the space travel, essentially, yeah, is I what th- you have a gripe with. Like, like the the first big mining ship because they mm. had the big cargo bay. It was just, just bits and pieces where you're like, I I don't know, they have this big imagination and they want to tell this big story, but they don't have quite the budget to tell it the way they want. So yep. they're going as far as they can. Mm. But I thought it was fantastic. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, it's it's basically a conspiracy thriller in space. Yep. And there's also... Um, there's a war it? about to begin. Yeah. And there's aliens. and the, Or maybe there's not. And then it, it's kind of like, knows? hey, here's like three different things happening at yeah. once. So do we give a little bit of backstory? People that haven't watched it? Yeah, sure. Oh, well, you should watch it. That's, that's yeah, the, oh, yeah, you yeah, should no. watch it too. It is, good. it is good sci-fi. We'll give you a soft sell. Yeah. It's, who's the, who plays the detective for one? Uh, Thomas Jane. That's it. So you got... Thomas Jane with the world's worst haircut. <laughs> he looks like my boss. Um, and then you got... So you got uh, basically three different storylines. Yeah. You got Thomas Jane plays a, a space cop, detective, man. So... All right, man, I'm going too far. There are three, three main yeah. groups to pay attention to. The people that still live on Earth, people that have been born on Earth, called who the they call Earthers. Earthers. Yep. The people that live in space that have been born in space and lived in space their whole life, they're called belters. Because they live on the asteroid belt. They live belt. on the asteroid belt. It's a cool name. It is. It's a very cool name. And then the Martians. So people from Earth or the belt that have migrated to Mars and yeah. have settled Mars. Then they, um, they hit three Sorry, things. no Matt Damon. <laughs> they hit three things really well. Is the Martians, of course, as people have grown up on a planet without an atmosphere... Mm-hmm. hate the people of Earth because all they want to do is go out into space and yet they have this beautiful yeah. sky. And then you've got the Belters who, because they've never lived planet side, they don't have the They've density. never lived with gravity. Yeah. So, they so have, their bones are longer. Their bodies are not as strong. Yeah. If they are to travel to Earth or even to Mars, I think they can't go to Mars no. because Mars has some form of gravity. It causes them pain because it tries to compress their body. Yeah, because the... The heavier the gravity, the more dense the bones and the body yeah. is, the lighter the gravity. Um, you, you technically grow taller and bigger, but yeah. you're not as dense. And I don't know the full thing, but the, no, it's, that's it's very cool. Yeah, that's, that's how science would work. That's like, yeah. if you, and they, they, they use that. Like they use this gravity torture on deltas where they just tie them up. They just they hang them by their arms and just let their bodies stretch. Yeah. On like the gravity does all the work. Yeah. It's cool. It's, Gruesome, but it's cool. Yeah, um, like 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 I, I've heard from a lot of people that the science in the Expanse is pretty accurate, mm. which is really cool. But you have your three factions, and of course, it's all a very iffy um, alliance. Um, yeah, it's all teetering on the Belters doing their part and staying right in the middle. Yeah, and then Marsh, like Marsha, the Marsha. Mars won everything, Earth won everything. The Belters just want everyone to piss off and leave them alone. Yeah. And then, of course... The Belters feel entitled to space yeah. and their stuff on the belt. They feel it's their birthright. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, there's this big conspiracy where... Uh, so, you've got two storylines. You've got the space detective, Thomas Jane, looking for a missing girl. Mm-hmm. And then, on the other side, you've got Stephen Strait, who's a... He worked on the mining ship, the Rasananti. That's it. No, that's the name of their ship when they changed. Oh, yeah, it's the Mars yeah. ship. My bad. Sorry. 
Yeah. He worked on a mine ship where they mine ice because in space they don't have water, yeah. obviously. So they mine the ice from asteroids wherever they can get it essentially to bring it back to make clean water because they need the water to provide an atmosphere Yeah. on their stations on the belt. And then, of course, his ships get destroyed, his entire crew aside from three or four people die and then he's stuck in the middle of this conspiracy thriller where everyone thinks he's responsible, then they find out he's not and then he implicates Mars and then the Martians hate him because he's implicated Mars and then mm. it's the start of this big conspiracy. Yeah, the second season is going to be cool. Oh, yeah. The way it ends is really awesome. Yep. But yeah, um, and then the missing girl may or may not have found an alien species that kind of grow on people, but... I think what it is is it's an energy form. It's Just some sort of like um, like microbe yeah. that it grows and changes based on the energy that it's exposed to. It's... it's the actual alien kind of part of it is really so relegated to the background. Yeah, it's not really it's, too exposed in the first season. It's going yeah. to come around more in the second. You see, it's basically the opening of the entire show is the alien species thing. Yep. And then it's just background until like the last episode where yeah, they re pretty much. It. And then most of it deals with the conspiracy theory and the missing girl. Yep. Very, very cool. A lot of really cool characters. I think um, Jared Harris is in it as a Belter gangster leader guy. Oh, yeah. 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 Fantastic performance from Jared Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's really good sci-fi. It has really good characters. It has a really good storyline. I think that, the like, personally, the budget was not as much as it, the show needed, but they did pretty good with yeah. what they had. Oh, yeah. I think they stretched that budget to the limit. Yeah. And I think on Netflix with the new season starting on Wednesday, it could be really cool. Yeah. It's very interesting to see where it's going to go. Are they going to release it week to week or just drop it all in one hit? I'm actually not sure. I hope it is one hit. I might just have a quick look if you want to sum up your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Geez, what else to say without spoiling much? So, obviously all the parties come together. Thomas Jane is investigating the missing girl. He's asked to do this by, what do they call him, Star? I think that's the name of the like policing agency that he yeah. works for. Yeah, he's like boss, so he's off, off the record one. Yeah, she says, look into this, but you know, when you find anything, come straight to me. This is off the books. Yeah. So this girl's obviously important. Something's going on here. So he's looking for the girl and... The crew from the mining ship, they get a distress signal from the ship that the girl was on. So this is sort of how all the characters come together. It's yeah. all I forget about that they all come together at the end of the thing yeah. as well. Yeah, that last episode was great. Yeah, and they're um as good stories should, characters come and go. Yeah. Which makes you angry sometimes. Mm. And that's fine. Yeah. But I, I think I, they I do think it well. It's been... The main characters are very engrossing. Yeah. You really want to pay attention to what they're doing. Who's the um, the Earther that's on the Rocinante? The guy, like the muscle guy. He was in... He was in one of the Hunger Games. But I, I think him in The Expanse is probably my favorite character. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's, he's just... Yeah, he's... You got to watch it. That... There's a fantastic scene between him and Stephen Strait yeah. 
where basically Stephen Strait threatens to shoot him and he just looks him in the face and says, if you have to shoot me, shoot me. Mm. Yeah. There's so many cool scenes in that show. It is. It's, I just um, want to spoil it all. So f- for me, it's been a while since it's been a good kind of show for, uh, sci-fi conspiracy space show where a lot of it's actually set in space. Because um, the last one I watched was Defiance, which I never got. I never... That was, that was Cooper. I'm going to blame him for that one. We'll cut that out. <laughs> um, Defiance from a couple of years ago that I think was really good, but I never got past a few episodes. Yeah. But The Expanse has been renewed for second season. Very good sci-fi show. It's been a while since one of those is around. Yeah. Especially if you're a fan of Firefly. And yeah, definitely. Old, Firefly is what I would yeah, equate old, it to. Old, like when Star Trek was really good in its serialized format. Yep. Like good storytelling, good characters, good acting, good directing. Yeah. That's very good. What would you rate it? Oh, what would I rate it? Hmm. I'd give it an eight. We're, we're at 10 stars now. Oh, okay. On a, on a five stars <laughs> to hell, it's definitely four. Yeah. It's yeah. up there. Yeah. It's, I think it's, I actually did give it a four on Netflix. Yeah. Like it's, it's not perfect, but it's so damn close that you enjoy yourself. I think the second season's going to tighten it up yeah. a lot. Yeah, because the new network, ne- yeah. Netflix usually gives the uh, creators more freedom mm-hmm. and more budget. Yeah. And maybe Thomas Jane a haircut. That would be nice. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it'll fall out. Wink, wink. Maybe. You could also read the books and find out what happens. Yeah. Interesting thing about the books, I was actually looking at it today. It's The books are titled James S.A. Corey, but it's actually two guys that wrote together. Oh. Which I didn't know. That's really cool. Yeah, it is. I think there's only eight in the series. There's not a lot. There but I want to get them. They're quite big. I think they're like 600 pages each. There's six. Six. And then a whole go. bunch of short stories and novellas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is two guys. That's really cool. Hmm. There you go. James S.A. Corey. Great sci-fi writer, apparently. No, we haven't read him. I haven't read the book. We'll get right on that. All right. Now let's talk about something. movie podcast, people. You want to talk about books, go to one of those book shows. A, Damn a, it. A book show. Story time, you children. Did you know, Ready? this is the greatest thing ever. There is trailers for books. Oh, my God. Where are they? On YouTube. And it is as absurd as you think. The last one I watched was about an FBI agent that goes to a small town, falls in love with this chick. This is a big mystery. Okay. Um, and obviously, when they'd written it in line, they had a uh, Bradley Cooper character-like guy. And a Sandra Bullock style character. So they just take pictures of Bradley Cooper and Sandra Bullock. <laughs> and then they put this kind of like lobby music over the top. And there's, he was an FBI agent that had to go to a small town. And then there's just a picture of Bradley Cooper. His I'm going to watch some of these. They're when I get so home. good. They're just fantastic. <laughs> it's like, what, like well, how do you, they're really badly done. They look like they a 10 year old just learning how to use editing software. Soft dissolve, scrub. It's awesome. Swipe swipes. I'm going to show you one before you leave. Star this, so swipes. They, they're literally like that. It's like soft dissolves and fades and Bradley oh Cooper and Sandra Bullock and a tree and this picture of a car. And then like, like it turns red when it goes 
and there was a murder. <laughs> it's like, well, I could just yeah, grades it in red. Yeah. Oh god, that's great. Book trailers. Go, you Google it, YouTube it. Get on that, people. Apparently, it's good watching. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about a film I watched over Christmas. Okay. Called Suicide Squad. Oh, did you love it? Was it your favorite of the year? Oh, wait, wait. Before we say anything, yep. review it. Give it a rating. Give it a rating. I give it a two. Okay, that's fair. I uh, this is this is my my short version. It has so much potential, mm-hmm. and all that potential is just fucking scrubbed out the window. Yeah. But Margot I, Robbie's good, right? Huh? Margot Robbie's good, right? Did you enjoy her performance? Not really. No. No. See, bit too much. Yeah, like she's the reason the Joker's in it. I think the Joker shouldn't be in it at all. Ooh, hater. I okay. I have the Joker's no, supposed to be in it for like thirty more minutes that apparently I, got cut out. I think if you cut all of it out, that it doesn't affect the story. Yeah, Joker doesn't add anything. No. We're, we're jumping ahead too much. What did, what's your rating, Cooper? I'd probably give it a two as well. Yeah. I, honestly, I might even give it like a one point eight. I for would... all the fucking song changes. Oh my the first God. 10 minutes of that movie are ridiculous. It's there like I'm a... watching an Australian TV show. It's like you have a new song to introduce every single character. They Why? have a new song for every cut, almost. It's also, insane. They're not inspired song no. choices. Like the, the, the Amanda Waller character comes in and then it's like a song about the devil. Yeah. You're like... Wow, that's just going to hit me. Right the on the nose, people. Oh, boy, this is good. Oh, look, there's the crocodile man. This is a song about beasts. <laughs> like, come on. At least... This is high-end <laughs> filmmaking. It's, it's trying too hard to be cool. Yep. And that's my problem with the Joker as well, is he's mm. trying... It comes off as trying too hard to be cool. Everything that you saw leading up to this film... Looked fantastic. Yeah, it looked fun. I really liked the. It looked the like the story the was trailers. good. The trailers, the trailers yeah. with just Bohemian Rhapsody sold me on it. Yeah. I was like, "This is great. It looks cool." Did you know, do you know what the trailer was mimicking though? No. So uh, it's really interesting because there's a tweet out there. So um, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, it was highly successful, and the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy has a very particular trailer. Mm-hmm. And James Gunn was like, "Hey guys, watch this. Everyone will copy the trailer." The first trailer to Suicide Squad is very, very different to the second trailer. The yep. second trailer is very much like the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. I would agree with that, thinking yeah. on it now. But I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. James uh, Gunn's very smart. He, he knows is. what he's doing. How good is that trailer for the Belko experiment look? It's very good. It looks so good. It, and that just come out of nowhere. I didn't even know anything about it. I didn't even know because uh, I knew Greg McLean was shooting a, story, a new film yeah. in Australia with Daniel Radcliffe, but I had no idea that he just shot the Belko Westerman. What did he shoot here with Radcliffe? Was uh, that that jungle? Was yes. that what it was called? Yep. I applied for that. I didn't get shit out of it. Yep. Bastards. I'm sure it out. could. It sounds like a good story. I had a look at the script. I have no idea. I yeah. just know it's called Jungle and Dad Radcliffe's in it and it was shot overseas and in Queensland. And yeah. But um yes. So the trailers for Suicide yes. Squid. Wo- I'm muddling my own words because I can hear my own voice. Yeah, it's, it's really a, fucking kind of irritating. I've got one off. It's and it's happen. yeah, it's because this this mic is very bad. But yeah, so Suicide Squid. Right I'll just monitor for now. You can hear me, can't you? 
Yeah, I can hear. Yeah, it's good it's enough. Good. Am I loud enough? <sighs> I won't do that again. Oh, Sorry. that's so hot. I can't do that. Don't do that. All right. So, yeah. So, like, leading up to it, it looked interesting. It felt interesting. Um, the director, David Ayer, I think is a very hit-miss director. I haven't seen Fury, but I hear it's really good. Yes, I've heard Fury's good too. Um, and there was another one he did, which was really good as well. I'm, I'm, I'm just blanking on everything right you now. You can't. Bring it up. Um, but what was that? What was the last one he did with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Sabotage. Sabotage. That is an incredibly mediocre film. Okay. It um it has a lot. Of, it, it's it's another film with a lot of potential, but the problem is that film is just like Suicide Suicide Squad, very unfocused. So it's a revenge film, horror film, murder mystery. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I gather that from the trailer and what people have told me. Yeah, but it's it's because it only reveals itself as a revenge film at the end of the film. It spends most of the time as a murder mystery kind of horror film. Wouldn't you just cut it out then? Why drop that in at the end? Because it seems so weak. It's just it's very unfocused and it doesn't know what it wants to be. And it does it, it get to the end and go. Diedrich Bert. No, what's the guy's name? Adrian Dima from Kindergarten Cop. I watched that the other day. That was cool. <laughs> so long. How bad was that one? It's pretty bad. Okay, I went from way back from back and so I myself. Cut that out. We'll try to. Um, End of Watch. There we go. That was the other film. End of Watch was oh. pretty good. Uh, he wrote Training Day. End of Watch is with Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael, Michael Pena. Pena. Michael Pena's on the rise. Did you watch the trailer for Chips? I don't think that looks very good at all. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. I can take or leave Dak Shepard, but I love Michael Pena. Yeah. Dak Shepard wrote and directed it. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He wrote his last film as well, which was all right. Is that the hit and run? Yep. I Jeez, actually that was that. a long time ago. Yeah, 2000 and something. something. 13, I think. It's yeah. been, but he's been having kids and yeah. doing Kristen Bell. Yeah. Lucky Duck. And then he's, he's uh, she was in that. He didn't run as well. Yeah. yeah. And then he's, he's come back with chips. I, I, I like Michael Pena. He's in a film now with Alexander Skarsgård that is a very similar tone. To chips? No. Yeah, yeah maybe. It's, it's like a, two Skarsgård. FBI agents that do a ton of drugs to just beat people up. Oh, cool. That's that um, What was the Seth Rogen film that came out where he's a, uh, oh, a, yeah, a yeah, cop? Yeah. With, with Michael cop. Pena, and he was a security guard at a thing. Oh, what was that called? Uh, it came out the same time as Paul Blart, and it, but it was... Um, it was much darker than Paul yeah, Blart. Very that's Jeez, the what is that called? Observe and Report? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's the, the tone of the new Michael Pena one. But let's, let's go back. Every to time it. I think of that film, I just think about the like rape scene with Anna Faris because she's just drunk or drugged out of her mind. I forgot a lot and of that. And Seth movie. Rogen's just going for it. I'm like, oh, stop. <laughs> I really forgot a lot of that. But then, like, the last quarter is cool. That's, yeah, he just shoots that yeah. dude's dick off. That's really... Yeah, that film is really weird. It's, it's an odd weird. film. Like, it, it doesn't really say anything. No. None of the characters are likable. So, observe and report. Go watch it. Yeah. All right. Well, he does hit that kid with the skateboard. That was yeah, fun. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the Sussurast quote. Uh, so, so, yeah, so Sabotage is, if you watch it, it's kind of a, a Suicide Squad style film because it has a bunch of like characters, yeah. except they're DA agents, they work together, but they're all got their own little thing going on. One of them's like, he's the, this guy and he's the, this guy. Yeah. 
and but it, no, none of it really comes together and it falls apart so watching that kind of like I was like I like the trailers to Suicide Squad but I know he's tried to do something very similar to this before in Sabotage didn't really hit the mark yep but that's how Suicide Squad feels it has all these great characters and great ideas and none of them hit at all no you, you may I would agree with that is that the film has a great main character and a great story arc and a great beginning and middle end in Will Smith's character Deadshot he's the only character there that has real stakes he yeah. has a real arc basically he's obviously he's an unapologetic killer but he really wants to be a good father to his daughter and over the process of the film he decides that he has to fight for the good guys in order to show that to, to his daughter that he is the man that she should look up to yeah. and that's a great arc over the story is to follow this person who is bad, bad to good kind of thing. But then you've got Harley Quinn kind of pranced around as the main character and she doesn't yeah. have an arc at all. Everything that happened to Harley Quinn... Well, she's kind of, throughout the film, his surrogate daughter who feels protective of her. He's trying to lead her in the right direction. Kind of, but he doesn't really care either. No, he doesn't. And that's, that's a lot of the problem is none of the characters care about anything. Aside from Will Smith and the daughter, none of the characters care or really have any... Well, what about Captain Boomerang? I love Captain What's Boomerang. his act? I fucking love Captain Boomerang. <laughs> I told you he was good in He's it. He's so good. Just like fuck everything else off. Yeah. Like literally, Will Smith is great as Deadshot. Harlequin's all right, but every time the Joker comes in, he drags her down. Yeah. And then fucking Captain Boomerang. And then piss the rest of them all off. Well, what about Diablo? You didn't like Diablo? He's just brooding for three quarters of it, I suppose. Like, like his story's good, but then in the end, it's like, well, he was a gangster that just murdered his family and then decided he, that's, that's a bad thing. Also, I'm not going to use my powers because the story demands... Oh, no, hang on. The story doesn't demand it. I don't want to use my powers because I'm a good guy. No, I'm not. Here's my powers. Pshh. Yeah. Yeah, like... And then the fucking... It's been a while since I watched... Um... Yeah, it's just... I don't really remember it. I remember... I how do you pronounce that chick's name? Kara. I never know how to pronounce her last name. Who? She plays the witch. Oh, I actually don't know the actress. But the witch She's is a model. Whole... She's not an actress, bro. Jesus. The, the witch is a whole other problem with oh, the yeah. film. That is the entire problem with the film. I yeah, think. actually that is. It's she like... stands there. She dances. I know. Ooh, look at the like, people. Hey, we want to set up a suicide... Sorry, it's Enchantress, not witch. That's it. Enchantress. That's the one. We want to set up a suicide squad to stop... Superman and other Superman-like villains. This is the leader of the Suicide Squad. She's a witch. Oh, wait, now she's evil and now we're bringing the Suicide Squad to fight the Suicide... What? Why didn't they just call up the good guys? Why didn't they just get Superman over there? Exactly. Oh, wait, because he's dead. Why don't just give Batman and Wonder Woman a call? Hey, like, I know you guys are busy, but, like, this chick and her brother are tearing up this... Oh, yeah, we'll be in there in five minutes. It's all good. Like, I Batman thought she was with you. The Flash... That is a bad line. He's he's clearly with Batman. She is clearly with Batman. You reckon? From the party. <laughs> Reese is just staring through me right now. That is that is like if that works, that line okay. There's Batman versus Superman. The line where Batman says, I I thought she was with you. Works so well in the trailer, but when you watch the movie, Batman sends her an email and says, you got to come help us fight these dudes. <laughs> and she shows up and Batman should have been like, oh, cool. This is my friend, Wonder Woman. She's cool. She's with I us. I met her at that party. I suspected that she was some sort of superhero. I thought she was with you. Yeah, bad movie. That's been added to Netflix too. 
Yeah, I saw I that. Didn't put it on my list. I is it the extended edition? It might be. I haven't had a look. Oh, that movie just, was too long in the cinema. I, I don't know, want to watch I'm it again with the extra minutes. Edition. But anyways, Suicide Squad is a film with just so much potential, but it's I think it's just handled very badly. Mm. By the sound of it, David Ayer got piss all time to actually write that script. So I think he was just uh, there was a lot of writing and then rewrites, and there was the reshoots and everything. I think your main problem with that film is twofold. Your villain and your hero. Yeah, villain and your protagonist, sorry. The Enchantress is a villain isn't compelling because no. she's she not, doesn't do anything. Yeah. She's has the power to destroy the world, but she stands in the one fucking spot forty five minutes of screen time. <laughs> and she's she's literally only there to bring the suicide squad together. Yep. No other reason than that. And she's part of the suicide squad and then she's the reason that it's a like, yeah. it's a mess. Yeah. Um but then you've got great things like Deadshot, Halloween, and then Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang just for a little bit of comedic relief. The the moment when he says, you're all free to go, and he just grabs the beers and leaves. <laughs> I like to think Jack Horton, he was just like, just did that? All right, the- I don't have to shoot this bullshit movie anymore. I'm out of <laughs> here. Give me some Fosters. And then he comes back and you're like, why can't I just go drink? Just take your victory and go. I really wish you took that victory. Uh, the... But again, the music's all over the place. There's like mm. forty. There's like thirty-five songs. I'm sure if they release a soundtrack for that movie, it would be six discs. Yeah, it's but like six MP3 discs. There's no character in the music. There's just songs. Yeah. There's the whole let's introduce the characters as these fun mm. sh- 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 things. Also, uh, uh, Captain Exposition. Yeah. Like I love Joel um, Kinnaman. He's a fantastic actor. Fantastic. All he does in this movie is exposition. Hey, this is Katana. She has a sword that traps souls when she kills people. This is an actual line of dialogue that I'm speaking right now. None of you have headsets on anyways. I can't... Like, they're all sitting in the helicopter and he's the only one with the headset on. Literally none of them can hear this. Sure. They're superheroes. They've got super hearing. Um, It's just a huge bummer. I really wanted it to be good. Me too. Oh, well. I'm sure the next one will be... Well, David Ayer is up. directing. Is he doing Train Spotting too? Is that that guy? No, David. That's a different guy. That's uh, Danny Boyd. That's Danny, Danny Boyle. Boyle. That's a good yeah. director. Um, David Ayer is doing. What is it? What is the three chicks? The three DC DC bombshells, or whatever. Harlequin, Poison Ivy, and the other one. Uh, they have their own comic. That's the next movie David Ayer is making. Right. Um, I'm not sure what you're oh. talking about. Just quickly before we move on, I just want to... Okay, so my problems with the Joker. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. Where to begin? All right. It's a good performance. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, Jared Leto. Jared Leto does the best he can with that character. Mm-hmm. But that character is the same problem that this film has, is it's trying too hard to be cool. He's yes. driving a pink Lamborghini. Wow, that's great. And then, like, he invites the gang that uh, the gangster common over, and he's like, "Oh, you want to dance with my girl? You want to sleep with my girl?" He's like, "No, nah, I don't want to do that." Yeah, like, well, I'm gonna shoot you in the face because I'm so crazy. Yeah, they bring and, common in just to kill him. That's so rude. And it's just the, the thing that annoyed me the most about the Jared. For one, yeah, he doesn't add anything. Anything. He, anytime he comes into the story, it literally just takes the main story. Goes on a side story for five minutes and then comes back. Like yeah. the helicopter sequence, he rocks up, saves Harlequin, helicopter goes down, Harlequin goes back, nothing. Yeah. 
There is nothing added. Oh, he he takes the he head of the um, the prison and then gives him a phone to give to Harlequin. That doesn't really go anywhere. Not nothing the Joker does really goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. And he, every time it just cuts back, he's like, "I'm just going to save Harlequin. That's my thing." And it's like, but but just just don't be in it at all, or be the main antagonist of that. Yeah. Film. Well, they sold the trailer as they were going after Joker. Hey. Yeah, you barely see the Enchantress in the film, but. Yeah, I, I think that the Joker is just just pointless to the mm. actual movie. Agreed. Also, there's that one shot where the guy comes in and the Joker's laying on the ground and the camera pans up from the ground and he's literally surrounded by all of his guns and knives and everything. And it's like, well, obviously that the Joker sat there for 35 minutes just laying out each single one of his knives because he knew the camera was going to be... Like, that, that shot is pointless. It is. But it looks cool, right? That's the problem. Looks like this. <laughs> All right. So, Suicide Squad, I Maybe don't not. think it's a very good film. No. It's not. Even though Will Smith tried to act that film better, he he just he couldn't drag it with him. Well, he's got a Deadshot solo deal. So, let's see how that goes. That might be interesting. Could be. All right. What about what about the character of Ropes? Who now? The climber. What's his name? You lost me. The Native American fellow that loses his head twenty five times. Oh right, in the film. yeah. Hey, this is character that we introduce. Hey, this with... is this guy. He's gonna try and run away so you can uh, see what'll happen to you. Look at that. Okay. Yeah. Caboosh. What a complete waste of a character. Yeah. And that actor is actually really good. Mm. All right, let's, yeah, let's move on. Fuck this thing. Suicide so, so, yeah, so, Squad. Go down the toilet. I okay, am, tell me about these other ones that you watched. I want to know about Ghost Team. Ghost Team. What is Ghost Team? Is it an animated? No, it's a it's a it's a movie. Stars John Hader. Okay. And David Crumholtz from Numbers nice. and Justin Long and Have you watched any of Broad City? Yes. You know the uh, the gym guy. No, I haven't watched that much. Apparently, he's uh, there's the two chicks. There's Abby and the other girl. The Abby works at the gym. Yeah. The guy at the gym that always is like, hey, we need you to clean up poo. Right. Okay. That guy. He's in it as well. There's some other people. Yeah. It's it's a film with a whole lot of heart, but not much else, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, John Hader is a guy that's very... like It's really well shot as well. A lot of, this, a lot of the intro stuff, like trying to show how unsatisfied John Hader is with his life. Like... He works at a photocopy place and it just uh, it just repeats the same day over and over and over again. Okay. And um, his best friend is David Crumholtz whose wife obviously left him when he's about to get married. He's, he's, he's constructed this whole, my wife was adopted by aliens, obviously, kind of thing. Is and he crazy in real life? He plays a lot of those parts. I think so. I think he's also content in real life because he's gained a lot of weight since numbers. Oh, yeah. And I think he's, because like Chris Pratt before he was Chris Pratt, here when he was in... David Cromwell says the opposite. Yeah. He's opposite Chris Pratt. Because I remember Chris Pratt used to be thin when he was in Evermore. And then by the time... Evermore? Yeah, it's a really old TV show from TV. Okay. With a bunch, a bunch of characters that live in a small town. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. You know Captain America's girlfriend? The chick that... Yeah. Ki- yeah. She's in it with Chris Pratt and they play brother and sister in the show and they started dating and it weirded everyone out. But... <laughs> Basically, Chris Pratt gained a whole bunch of weight, and then as soon as he became a super, uh, became a big star, he lost all that weight. Yeah, David Crumholtz looks like he's just like, yeah, I'm 
I'll do whatever films. I'm cool. I'm just... Yeah. But, like... And then their favorite show is a show called uh, Ghost Hunters or some shit. Like, all the fake ghost hunting shows. Okay. And I see want, where this is going. So, they want you to send in an audition tape to be part of the Ghost Hunters. So, of course, the he, he gets together a bunch of team, like his little cousin who works at a... Uh, tech store so he can steal all the cameras mm-hmm. just along as the security guard at the tech store who they've convinced to come with them and he, he plays the very militant character <laughs> and then there's the fake psychic which they managed to get in a really actually great scene because they think she's a real psychic and they're like you know why we're here right she's like yeah, yes I do well yes I, w- I will do that okay I'm confused they think she's a psychic, so they just assume that she reads their minds and she accidentally right. joins up. And then they, they get to the place and then they start to think there's real ghosts there and there's like a, a weird twist, but it takes a while to actually get into the twist. Mm. So the, the film's an hour in before they actually, oh, wait, hang on. So I think it's, there's a lot of funny moments, a lot of heart, a lot of cool characters just kind of falls flat. Like I, I give it a three out of five. Okay. Like, it's not terrible, but it's not It's on Netflix? Yeah. All right, I'll have a look for it. That's right, sorry. And the other film I watched was Odd Thomas. Right. Um, Odd Thomas stars the late Anton Yelchin, um, who's actually fantastic in this film. Uh, He's fantastic in everything. He is. Have you ever seen um, Alpha Dog? No, not yet. He's the kid that kidnapped, right? Yeah. That's good. He's in that. He's in The Beaver. He's, like, it's it's really unfortunate because he's a fantastic actor. I've still got to Fuck watch 2016. Thank God we're out of that year. Yeah. I've still got to watch um, Green Room, which is his last film. Is that with uh, Patrick, Patrick Stewart? Stewart? Okay. Yeah, that's up on Netflix now. That went up the other week. Was it? Cool. I might add um, that too. So, Odd Thomas is based on a Stephen King novella, I believe. And, um, I feel what I was going to say. See if it's a film. Stephen it's a film. King novella. Uh, yeah, so a character. His, his mother was a psychic and she could speak to dead people and so, so he's inherited that ability mm-hmm. and in a, in a really cool opening scene so he it's a, there's a ton of exposition a ton of like voiceover of him saying I'm oh, Odd Thomas my mom was this but she told everyone and they locked her up like she was crazy so I told no one also I speak to dead people but they don't talk they don't talk back I can see them but I just know and then it, this little this ghost girl comes up to him and he follows the ghost girl to this car and then he realizes that the guy in the car killed the ghost girl and they know each other and he's just like, hey, Thomas, what are you doing? He's like, did you, did you wash the blood off? He's like, what are you talking about? I can still see the blood in the car. And then there's a chase sequence and then old Thomas gets in a massive fight with this dude. Okay. It's Sounds kind of very cool. Um, it, it, it's, it's much like I said about the expanse is, is there's a... Uh, it has a budget, but it tries to go above and beyond that. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool. It's like very quirky. You got you got him. You got Willem Dafoe. Some of these other characters. A lot of really quirky ideas. A lot of really quirky characters. It's just it, it was a really fun film. It's a it's a fun okay. to watch. I'd, I'd give that also three out of five stars. Yep. Yeah. Both, right. both Sounds both. interesting. Yeah. Oh, Thomas was a better better than Ghost Team. I'd watch that guy on anything. He's fantastic. Yeah. Start to shine. Yeah. I watched, I, there's a music video that came up on my feed the other day I watched that he's in it and he just doesn't say anything. I'm like, damn, Elton, Elton was good. Anton. He's Didn't out. speak. Great performance. He's our age. Yep. He was. He was. Awesome. Oh. Still is, technically. 
Mm. Sad. Go watch oh, Thomas and Green Room and anything else he was in. Oh. Everything was worth watching. I've still got to watch the film he did with. Who was the chicken Rogue One? Uh, Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones. He did a film with Felicity Jones. Okay. I forget cool. what it's called. It's okay. a romance film, but it's apparently fantastic. Hey, she's young. Hey, she's younger than you would think. I have zero idea. I wouldn't assume she's too old. No, I think she's only like 29 or something. She's not... Because she looks a bit older. I would have said like 33, 34. All right. Well, she is... 33. Huh. Well, so you got right. it exactly right. So she looks younger than she is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, I thought she was older. Uh, like Crazy. That's the film. Like Crazy. With her, her and Anthony Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so what's on the list to watch before next time? I'll finish Dirk Gently. Yep. Uh, i got to watch the OA. Yeah. You should do that. Go into it without knowing anything about it. I already know what OA stands for, unfortunately. I just saw it. Someone said it. Yeah. Someone in a review said it. Probably doesn't really affect it. I'll, I'll still too watch much. it. But yeah, the first episode is very grindy and building the story. Yeah. But once you get to the end of the first episode, you'll be gripped. Yeah. I heard it goes from one thing to another thing to another thing. Just jumps between things. It's very interesting. It's well written. Yeah, what else is... uh... Frontier on Netflix with Jason Momoa. Don't forget the, the series of unfortunate events, but... I watched an episode of that. Yeah? No? Mm. I've never read the book, so I don't know. I've never read the books either. But Riverdale. Oh, God. I watched no. the show. So Riverdale is the live action adaption of the Archie comics, but it's played out like, um, not Dawson's Creek, like Dawson's Creek meets Supernatural. No, no, that's a bad, that's a bad example. Dawson's Creek meets Donnie Darko. That's Isn't still more like... Basically, Dawson's Creek meets a murderer. There's a murderer in Dawson's Creek, but it's yeah. actually Riverdale and it's Archie and it's really weird. I really liked the trailer. I've never read an Archie comic. So, but it, I can see why people would be really annoyed. Yeah. Those diehard Archie fans. <laughs> we, should, we should watch that and then... Uh, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll watch one episode. All right. All right. Watch one episode. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Sounds bad. It's a really weird choice to adapt an Archie yeah. comic as a, a, a Pretty Little Liars style show. Pretty Little Liars. I never watched that. No. But it was always in my, like, my Facebook feed of women that watched it. Oh, people that watched that show love that yeah. show. They went to town for that show. Yeah. I think I watched half of an episode over someone's shoulder once and just not. Not for me. What else? Uh, what else? What else? I don't know. Uh, that's that's really all. It's um, I'm, I'm looking through the Netflix now. There's the yeah. new iBoy TV show or movie. iBoy. It's got Maisie. Maisie, Maisie Williams from yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, fucking Voltron. <laughs> Voltron. They added a lot of Hanna Barbera car- uh, 
cartoons to Netflix. So you got the original He Man, She Ra. Ooh, that's pretty good. I'm I'd not watch that. them though. Do you have Stan or just Netflix? I have Stan as well. This is this is the listen to. Oh God, I must have fucking signed in. Why don't we sign off and do this? Yeah, that this like is good probably idea. not interesting. All right, stop leaning your mustache on. The, oh, it's my mic. I need to, I need to trim my mustache. All right, it's really big, and this mic is a piece of shit. So I have to really get up in there. I get a new one. I have a new one. You're using it because you're. I'm going to get a new okay, one. Yeah, that's I right. Couldn't afford it this week, man. What if I did this then? There we go. Is that that doesn't help? Nope. I'm coming through louder. All right, let's just stop this nonsense. Okay. Bye, bye, people. And I've been Reese Edmund. Uh, I've also been researching. <laughs> Didn't hear. Go on, do the thing. Was it? Because uh, I haven't seen it. Go, I'll watch the movie. You need to watch that. Yeah, do the thing. Just the intro. Hang on, I'm going to mute my mic. Party down. Jericho. That is by far the last thing in this recording. Goodbye. Goodbye.